This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MohegansunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Welcome in. It is New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you and... Mike Tannenbaum joins us from the Detroit Lions-Minnesota Vikings game and that press box. Mike, good morning. Happy holidays. It is Christmas Eve. How you doing? I'll tell you what, Anita, we, we have an all-pro, all-world teammate. His name is Thomas Bauer, and I don't know where I would be without him. He is a problem solver. He is a selfless. He does what it takes to make us all look good. He's empathetic. He's a great listener. And I'm sitting here at U.S. Bake. U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota on Christmas Eve, and it's 7 a.m. here. I don't know when this guy sleeps. I don't know when this guy takes off, but I'll tell you what. If I'm starting an organization, I'm taking Thomas Bauer with me because he's everything that's right about uh, being a great listener and helping others solve their problems. There you go. And folks who don't know, Tom is our producer of New York Game Day, and he is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Tom and Harvey, two producers who produced the show, and Tom worked diligently uh, in getting Mike Tannenbaum in the press room. It's hard sometimes. Uh, folks don't understand. A lot of times, like, listen, this game doesn't start till 1 o'clock, so uh, to get somebody into a press box... It's hard for me to even get into the Giants or Jets press box this early um, and, uh, and and wore the home of the Jets. So I'm, I'm sure that Tom went above and beyond to get you in there safely and ready to go. And you sound great, Mike. So excited to uh, to do the show with you. No Amani Toomer today, guys. He's on vacation. He's somewhere in Europe. I don't know. Uh, hopefully enjoying his holidays. So yeah. um, you, you, you don't know where he, he, you know where he is, don't you? I have no idea. You tell me. Yeah, he went to a, a pickleball academy because he Stop. wants to be Dave Rothenberg and Rick DiPietro. And uh, yeah, he's getting he's getting lessons one on one in in the world's most foremost pickleball academy. Um, and uh, away we go, do, Anita. You know, I was on with those two knuckleheads this week. What did you say? I was on with those two knuckleheads this week, and uh, right. Were, and did they, you did you te- they, did you tell them that that they're going to get their butts handed to them by Anita and Amani? What did you? What, how, how did the conversation go? That that's why I was on because I had sided with you guys during our show, and um, they 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 were like beyond disappointed. I'm on double secret probation from going on their show moving <laughs> forward. So I told them that um, I was going to officiate the match, and uh, you know, let's do it for charity. And then the 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 so. The disappointing thing about our good friend Dave uh, Rothenberg is, I'm like, look, under the doctrine of reciprocity, come on Sunday morning. You know, we'll give you a big platform. You know, Sunday morning show, come on. You know, speak your piece. Tell us why you're so good at, uh, you know, pickleball. And you know, it's crickets. It's absolutely crickets from Dave Rothenberg. You know, I just, and and this is going to sound so so arrogant, but like. You know, they don't like at one point from what I understand there and, and Tom, you produced the show, right? You you produced their show on occasion. You were on, you picked Amani and I to win. Again, folks, we're 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 making we're working on making this match happen. It might 
Don't mark your calendars yet. It might happen on the Friday before uh, Super Bowl on February 9th. So maybe just pencil that in. Uh, we're still looking for a location. All the things happening. Uh, our sales department is behind it. The station is behind it. But like, Tom, weren't they like, does Anita even play? Like, like you know, obviously they, they don't listen to me on the weekend because all I do is talk about pickleball and how addicted I am and how I play three hours every day. So like they don't even like they don't even know what my skill set is, right, Tom? Oh, Tom stepped away. That's Harvey. Um, so anyway, yeah. So that's the case, Mike. They're like, how how good is Anita? Um, and I've gotten pretty damn good. <laughs> why don't we look do up, it? In, look up, we, look up my duper score. What what why don't, why don't we do it in Vegas like the Friday before the Super Bowl? Oh, do you you know they're having so interesting? You say that. Uh, there's a company and they're they they escape me right now. Um, they were down in Miami for the art festival. They're going to be in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. They're going they're going to be building 25 pickleball courts um, in Las Vegas, and they're going to have celebrities just playing pickleball all week long. They're going to have 25 pickleball courts. They're overseeing this. So it's like it's like a pickleball it's like a pickleball promotion pickleball party whatever and they're gonna all they're gonna like all week long they've got celebrities that will be playing pickleball against one another twenty five courts that are gonna be front and center down there in, in Las Vegas during Super Bowl week so it's a big deal it's a big deal anyway uh, we're we're trying to make it happen hopefully Mike Tannenbaum can be in attendance uh, that would be fantastic and uh, I'll and, be I'll be I'll be there I'll, I'll hope be in so. Vegas. Well, I don't think I don't. No, well, oh, you'll be in Vegas, so then, so you won't, you won't be here on February 9th. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. We should do it where the biggest stage. Yeah, in these the world guys is. are. My, these guys are married. They've got children. They're not that's going it. to Vegas. They're not yeah, going the, to Vegas, the, Mike. The fact that that they're married with kids is uh, uh, even more reason that well, they even, get even more of a reason they should go to <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to Vegas. Uh, anyway, we'll make. We're hoping to make it happen again. We're 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 hoping that maybe we can do it on February 9th. Not set in stone yet. So, but maybe just leave that date open and, and we'll get you more details. Again, this is New York Game Day here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Mike again is coming to us from the Minnesota Vikings Detroit Lions game. So we'll dive into that one for. sure sure um but let's start first and foremost the jets are up first we know the giants are playing monday afternoon the jets getting ready to take on washington trevor simeon is going to get the start washington still rolling with sam howell Uh, give me a reason to watch this game mike give me a reason to watch this game uh that's a great question anita Uh, (laughs) uh i'm not you know look I will say this, like, and I've been in the the rooms, and it's always difficult to talk about, you know, people's jobs and all, especially around the holidays. And obviously, over the course of, you know, two decades, I've had really hard conversations. And candidly, I've been on both sides of those conversations. I will tell you this, like, how teams end matters. Like, how teams end matters. And, you know, there's a lot of noise about the two coaches in the game today. Um, If one team would win out, I think that could actually matter, you know. I, I want to point to two organizations, the Cleveland Browns and the Minnesota Vikings. Both of those organizations are in the conversation around the playoffs. They both have started four different quarterbacks. So we've heard a ton of excuses come out of Florham Park all year long. And it, candidly, it's been disappointing. You know, like everybody's dealing with injuries. Everyone has bumps in the road. And I look at the Browns and the Vikings and say, good for them. 
They, they, they look. They may not win the title this year, but there are two teams that are competitive. And you know, you go play Miami. You're supposed to have this great defense, and Miami's missing all these offensive linemen. I don't know. You'd like to see the Jets just put up a fight today from a pride standpoint, and it really starts with the defense. Like, look, they got injuries. I get it. It's Trevor Simeon. I get it. But you know what? Joe Flacco was out of the NFL, you know, two months ago. And again, Nick, today we're going to see Nick Mullen. So it's happening all over the NFL. So I guess the reason to answer your question is like, let's go see this team compete and make some progress. You know, it's 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 interesting uh, because we've had this conversation on the show with a money tumor as well. Uh, you know, prior to the, prior to the season starting, and and of course, a number of us watched Hard Knocks. Uh, the Jets were, you know, they were like peacocks in regard to their defense, right? Even though they had uh, Aaron Rodgers, exciting stuff offensively, all the things, but you know, they were really proud, like you know, in, in claiming that this very well could be a top five defense of all time. And, and, you know, obviously that has fallen short. But so much, so much of, of what happens on defense and, and, and offense, and you know this, right? I'm just having this for conversation. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a yin and yang, right? If you've got yeah. an offense, Mike, that's going three and out, three and out, three and out, and you're constantly losing the time of possession battle, your defense gets worn down. Um, yeah. you know, Anita, right? and Anita, that, that's a great point. And you know, the best example of that is go back to last week, Buffalo Dallas's game. Everyone all week long talked about, oh my God, look at that Cowboy run defense. It's terrible. And yeah, of course they had a bad day at the office, but I said this on air on ESPN all week, which is the best way to fix the Dallas Cowboy run defense is Dak Prescott. Go make a handful of first downs like that will stop the flow of the game. But when there is an avalanche, Absolutely. All my point is, like, there was a lot of bravado that came out of Florham Park about how good we were going to be. And all I'm saying was, like, you're playing your division rival Miami, who's having a great year. And um, you could go down there and say, hey, you know what? If we lose, we're going to lose 3 nothing. But on the very first series of the game, you put Zach Wilson in a seven-step drop, backed up at his own end zone. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do not let your quarterback on the road lose the game in the first quarter. And a punt would have been a great play. It was so disappointing. And I'm sure, Anita, like the players may not have said it, but I'm 100% sure all those defensive players are thinking to themselves, here we go again. So, again, a few things to digest here. Uh, just going back to my point in regard to the defense, yes, disappointed in, in regard to this defense and their performance this season, yes. But when you have an offense that is anemic and goes three and out, three and out, three and out, they get tired. On top of that, at some point in time, they're only human. I'm not making excuses for them. There are men who make a lot of money. But at some point in time, and seen this, you lose the locker room. The other side is not holding their weight and I would imagine that at some point in time this season the defense was like screw this we're not winning a game with Zach and I'm not saying that that's right but Mike we know this is what happens and yes is is that when coaching comes into play and you really got to coach these guys up to keep them you know in their spirits high and and their motivational factor high yes but that's not what happened and you you see the body language of Salah on the sideline Mike it's not good. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I I, I agree. Like it, it it it's noticeable. But again, like the best type of leadership, regardless of his by language, is player led leadership. And again, you know, 
you, you have an opportunity to say, like, look, we're not going to get to where we want to go this year, but we're not going to let the Dolphins, right, or the Patriots coming up. Like, this is our Super Bowl. Like, this is um, – I remember a number of years ago, we, we lost Vinny Testaverde, like, in the first – literally, like, the first game. We were, gonna, we were Super Bowl favorites, went to the championship game the year before. And our whole thing was, like, we're going to get to 8-8. Eight and eight. We, were, we started off, like, 2-6 and six, or 1-6. and six. And the whole vibe in the building, it was as much fun as I have ever had. And we were playing Seattle to get to 8-8. Eight and eight. And it just – it was like a sense of purpose. And, and, like, that's when you watch the Jets today. Like, where's their sense of purpose? Where's the player-led leadership to say, hey, I don't care if this is preseason. I don't care if this is post-game. I don't care if it's in the parking lot. But when we have this jersey on – you know, the standards are the standards, and we're going to play great. And last week they had a chance to play great against, again, a Miami offensive line that was missing 40% of their starters. Their backup center was signed on Wednesday, and they lost 30 to nothing. 800-919-3776. Um, again, my question to Mike, we opened up the show, is give me a reason why uh, I should watch this game uh, with the Jets going up against Washington. Here, here's another thing for you. Mike, and, and that is, and, and I was on yesterday and fielded uh, quite a few calls. There's Jets fans out there who don't want the Jets to win because they want the Jets to have a better situation, um, you know, uh, in, in the draft. And I'm going to throw this out and we're going to go to a break and I want you to marinate in this and we'll come back and I promise we'll take the calls. Ira from Staten Island, you'll be first up. And that is, oh, okay, so the expectations are that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starting quarterback next year. Uh, Zach Wilson will no longer be on this team. Again, this is what expectations are, right? Um, hopefully they'll have a, a better quarterback room, uh, better offensive line, spend some money in free agency, have great draft picks. But, you know, Aaron's going to be 41. So what, you got him another year, maybe two at best, okay? Is this the time, because because your expectation is for this, this team to go for a real good run for the Super Bowl next year, so chances are you're going to be drafting outside of 20, outside of 25 next year if all things go according to plan. With that being said, because this is such a good quarterback class coming out and the Jets more than likely, especially if they lose the next three, um, will have a top five pick. Is this the year that you spin that pick on one of these quarterbacks coming out for the future, Mike, or do you use that pick to help this team potentially win a Super Bowl next year? Do you trade down, get some more? Like, I'm just, just marinating this for a minute. When we come back, I want you to put that GM hat on that you've worn so many times before. And what's your thought process coming in? Is it, what's more important, the immediate future with your expectations of Aaron Rodgers under center next year or long-term, knowing that Aaron's 41 and you're not sure if you have him longer than one year, you're, you'll probably not, more than likely, not draft in the top five the following year. Is this the year you get your quarterback for the future, even though Aaron Rodgers is expected to be your quarterback next season? 800-919-3776. Jets fans, you want to chime in on this conversation, happy uh, to have you do so as well. Also, we're going to hear from Rich Samini. He's going to be joining us as well. So a lot more coming your way, 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. You're listening to New York Game Day, uh, brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. Um, also brought to you by Bud Light, Sunday's chore, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Uh, the official beer of the NFL. So please enjoy responsibly. And it's time now for the Rich Samini Jets Report brought to you by London Jewelers. Rich, happy holidays to you and yours. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Anita. Happy holidays to you guys. We're uh, doing this a little earlier today. Maybe the anticipation for this game is just so great that we, you know, have to start earlier. Hey, 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 Rich. Let, let's get right down <laughs> to the to the hard hitting question of the day. Uh, you, you're an esteemed writer covering sports for decades. In the Ballyhooed, much anticipated match of the century, <laughs> Dave Rothenberg and Rick DiPietro against Anita Marks and Amani Toomer in pickleball. Who do you got? <laughs> Oh, I've heard them talking about this. I, to me, I mean, I think Anita and Amani, uh, Vegas, according to my Vegas sources, they're heavy favorites in this. I mean, I would, I would bet uh, Amani and uh, Anita on the money line for sure. Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned there you Vegas because so we're going to do it the Friday before the Super Bowl. I'm going to be the I'm I'm, I'm officiating it. It's going to be the Friday before the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And the losers have to pay for a hotel and travel for the winner. So there's going to be a lot at stake here. We're going to have wow. you know, a charity component to it as well. That's a great idea. That's, uh, if I were in Vegas, I would definitely I hope our, be I there, hope but... our, our I hope our sales team is listening to this, um, Mike Tannenbaum. Um, I'm, certainly, <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly game for it. I'll uh, be I there. Rich Samini joining us here on 98. Po- I'm... <laughs> <laughs> joining us at 98.7 ESPN. All right, Rich, uh, let's dive into it. Um, my question for Mike when we open up the show is, uh, give me a reason to watch this game. Trevor Simeon getting the start against Washington. What? Where's the motivational factor here for this team, Rich? Well, I mean, after last week, I mean, I think that the most interesting thing about the game is just to see how the Jets respond. I mean, clearly they were not prepared last week either mentally or physically, and, and just got smoked by a, an injury-depleted Miami team, but still a good Miami team. Today against Washington, I mean, if it happens again, to me that's a huge red flag about the Jets. I mean, Washington's defense is, is worse than the league. Of course, the Jets' offense is worse than the league, so who wins that battle? But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the most interesting thing. thing to think. Do the Jets come out? How much intensity are they going to play with today? And a game I believe they should win. They're favored. I think they will win. But uh, how do they respond from last week's adversity? It will say a lot about how Robert uh, Sala and his staff have prepared this team. 
Hey, Rich, if we were sitting here, the three of us, uh, a month from today, like, where, where do you think the Jets are uh, with, like, any significant decisions they have to make? Well, I think uh, I think the key uh, players here will be back. I mean, I do think Joe Douglas and Robert Sala will be back, unless something goes seriously wrong here and if they lose out. I, I do think they will be back. I think Nathaniel Hackett's going to be back. Um now, will there be some changes on the offensive coaching staff? I absolutely think there will be. I mean, when you have this kind of offense, and, I mean, I'll be tweeting out some numbers today. It's just staggering how inept they've been. I mean, you can't just say, oh, well, we lost air, and that's the reason why we struggled. There are other reasons for this, and I think they have to take a hard look at the coaching staff. So I would not be surprised if there are a couple of changes on the offensive coaching staff. Um, you know, one of the questions I asked Mike before we, we took a break and, uh, you know, I asked him to put on his GM hat. You don't think that, uh, the Jets potentially could, could lose out. I think there's a chance that they could, um, you know, the Patriots, they're saying that it could be Bill Belichick's last game. You don't think he wants to go out in style beating the Jets. I think he does. I, I, th- I think that they're going to be, you know, putting their best foot forward that game, but nonetheless, this is a chance that the Jets could be drafting in the top five this year. You know, heading into this draft class, even though we're expecting Aaron Rodgers to be back next year, Rich, do you feel that there's any way they draft a quarterback in this draft, knowing that next year will be a, 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 a more successful year, barring that Aaron Rodgers stays healthy and they try to compete to, to, to win the Super Bowl? Chances are they're not going to be top five anytime soon. Do they draft their quarterback of the future and let him groom behind Aaron Rodgers next year? It's a great question, Anita. It's, it's going to be the question of the offseason. It's something I'm sure I'll be writing multiple stories about as we lead up to the draft. I, I mean, there's a couple of different uh, factors at play here. Uh, you know, n- number one, though, I think they're in win-now mode, and uh, I think they want to get a piece there. Remember, they don't have a second-round pick. You know, that belongs to Green Bay. I think they'd like to use that asset to get a piece to help their offense, whether it be a, a tackle or a wide receiver. And there will be some good ones, you know, them picking in the top ten. So I think it's the win-now question versus the future question. I mean, if they ask Aaron Rodgers, we know what he's going to say. You know, he's going to say, get me a tackle, yeah. get me a receiver. Uh, so it's that's like, you know, how much clout does Rodgers really have? I think we'll find out a lot about that with this draft decision. And the other, you know, if there's a I mean, Williams and Drake May are going to be gone, so they're not going to have a shot at one of those two guys. How much of a drop-off is to the next guy? And second, and thirdly, do you trust this staff to pick a quarterback? I mean, this is the staff that picked Zach Wilson, and they got that wrong. You know, I don't know if I'd want them coming back and picking another quarterback, you know, this quickly after Zach Wilson. But, you know, on the other hand, they have a chance to do something that they haven't done in a while, which is to draft the quarterback highly and keep him on the bench and don't expose him to, you know, the, the NFL. Let him learn a little from Aaron Rodgers and groom the guy the proper way, which is what they should have done with Zach Wilson. So ultimately, my gut right now would say no. I don't think they'll take a quarterback, but it's definitely worth debating. You know, just a couple of follow-ups on that, Anita. Like, first of all, Rich, like, the, they asked, you know, Aaron Rodgers his thoughts last year as a GM. And it was Billy Turner, it was Alan Lazard, it was Tim Boyle, it was Nathaniel Hackett. So we, we kind of know the result of, of all those 
and I love the fact that he's as loyal as he is, but, you know, they need him to play quarterback, not run the team. And, like, to me, Anita, like, I absolutely think you take a quarterback. Maybe you take two of them. You're, look, you're, earlier in the show, Rich, we talked about, like, I think two organizations that have done an unbelievable job this year are the Vikings and the Browns, two teams that are still playing meaningfully competitive games with their fourth quarterback. And one thing that we've seen this year, I think we're up to 59 quarterbacks. Um you have to have depth at that position. And, like, to me, I don't know how you can't draft a quarterback because you hope you have one in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great, but it's been two years since he's played competitive football. He's 41, coming off of an injury that, you know, he may lose one-tenth of one second of his quickness behind an offensive line that we know has really struggled. So, to me, you can't go into the – next season thinking like oh okay well we got Aaron Rodgers back we're good there you know what Mike it, it, you know as you were speaking I it triggered a memory uh it reminds me of 2000 you know Vinny Testaverde was coming off yep. an Achilles injury he was 37 years old and and you guys drafted Chad Pennington I think he was lower in the round right he was like 16th or something like that but yep. uh at the time some I was like why they drafted a quarterback they got Vinny but it, as it turned out it enabled Pennington to just sit down for a couple of years and learn the game, and when he got his chance, you know, he played well. Yeah, we also also had Ray Lucas, who uh, had played well for us the year before. Um, we just had a really high grade on Pennington, and we got him at, at 18. So, I don't know, like, to me, like, if they drafted two quarterbacks, I would applaud that. Like, tell me the downside to having depth at the quarterback position. Well, this year, <laughs> it's, it's come true for the Jets, but I think they will, no matter what, they have to go out and spend some money and get a proven veteran backup because I do not believe Zach Wilson will be on this team next year. I think they'll probably trade him for a, a late-round pick, and then, uh, and then they got to go out and spend what it takes to get uh, the best backup or second-best backup in the league you know, behind Rodgers. Again, Rich Samini joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. With that being said, Rich, before we let you go, uh, thoughts on this game today? How do you think this pl- this plays out? Who wins all the things? Please. Well, uh, you're asking, this is some tough analysis here, Anita, on this game. But, you know, I did pick the Jets to win, as I mentioned earlier. Low-scoring game. Uh, you know, it's, it's the ultimate pillow fight. I think Rex Ryan would probably call it a pillow fight, <laughs> one of his favorites, because... I mean, you got uh, the Jets are 32nd in offense. You know, the, the Washington is 32nd in defense. Washington's gone five straight games where they've allowed over 28 points. I think that's the longest streak in their franchise's history. Uh, they are last in a lot of defensive categories. And you say, wow, all right, this is the chance for the Jet offense to come out there and light up, you know, make up for some lost time and get some touchdowns on the board. They've gone, by the way, I think it's nine games with one touchdown, or is it no touchdowns for the Jet offense? But then you have to look at the other side and you say, well, they're starting their fourth-string quarterback, Trevor Simeon, who hasn't looked great in his two mop-up appearances, who hasn't had very many reps. So it's, I, I tweeted something. I said it's like, it's like two tissues colliding. You know, what would happen? You know, it's just we don't know. But, you know, Washington could score. You know, Sam Howell's a good quarterback, and I think the Jets' defense will have to be on point today. But – I do think somehow the Jets eke out a win today. I believe I picked a 13-10 to 10 jet, jet victory. Uh, Rich, always great having you on. Really do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your right. – uh, enjoy the game today, and, and happy holidays to you and your, your wonderful family. 
And please, and please and tweet you your please, please tweet your prediction for this pickleball showdown. <laughs> I, I will. I absolutely will. I'll I'll do a, a, a ESPN stats and information breakdown. <laughs> Make sure you tune into what Rich's podcast, uh, Flight Deck, that you can get wherever uh, you listen to your podcast. Again, the Rich Samini Jets Report brought to you by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at any of their seven locations, including Short Hills or shop online, LondonJewelers.com. When we come back, uh, we'll do a deeper dive into uh, what, of course, uh, Mike Tannenbaum thinks the Jets need to do. Uh, in the draft and, and what quarterbacks he fancies. Ira and Boris, you will be first up. We'll get to your calls as well. So still a lot more coming your way. Again, this portion of New York Dame Day brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. So please enjoy responsibly. Also brought to you by Coach USA. Make your commute to the city easy on a Coach USA bus for schedules and fares. Go to CoachUSA.com or download the Coach USA app to buy, store, and scan your tickets. More coming your way next. 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Yo quiero año felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, we, we're not at that point in the song yet. <laughs> Come on, Mike, sing it with me. You live down there in Boca Raton, the mouth of the rat. <laughs> New York Game Day, uh, brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. All right, Mike, before we get to the calls, again, uh, you uh, you touched on it. You said that if you were the general manager of the Jets, you would definitely look into drafting a quarterback. Would that be with your your first-round pick? Uh, you know, look, you, ne- you, you never know uh, until – how the board falls and things like that, but you you need to have the mindset that you know as soon as the season ends in three weeks, we have to massively upgrade the quarterback position because as we've seen this year, without that you have no hope. And um, again, you know once Aaron Rodgers got hurt for you know they went with Zach Wilson and you know the rest is history. So to me, like I, I would add multiple quarterbacks. Like again. 
tell me the downside to having depth at that position, even if it meant like, hey, you know what? We're going to be a little bit light at safety or something like, you know, cap's going to be $240 million. Like we're going to find an extra $5 million to have, you know, I'm making this up. Gardner Minshew, who's making $1.7 million and Case Keenum. Like I'm going to make sure I have, you know, depth, not only short term, but long term. And that's what I'm saying. Like maybe you add a veteran and draft a, a quarterback. 800-919-3776. Let's get to your calls. Ira was first up. Let's go to him in Staten Island. Ira, happy holidays to you and yours. What you got? Yeah, good morning. Happy holidays to both of you and everybody out there. <clears throat> you know, it's funny. Going to this game today, in 1993, the Jets played Washington on a Saturday afternoon. They won a 3 nothing ugly game down there. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's that type of game up here. But, you know, enough's been said. We all know, you know, what went wrong with the Jets this year. But the only reason I have interest in this game, if somehow Hal gets pulled or knocked out, I want to see Jacoby uh, Brissett live, and I want to see him play play well against the Jets because maybe he's a potential backup quarterback for the Jets if they don't go after Minshew. Um, besides that, with the draft, I, I agree with Mike. I'm drafting a quarterback at some point. Unfortunately, you know, I, I and I, I understand they're in bed with Rodgers. I understand it's a big predicament, a big decision. But you can't explain to me how you're in playoff position last year. You go 0-6 down the, down the stretch. This year, with, with all the misfortunes, there's still a lot of teams winning with backups and second and third string players. They're 4-3, and three, and they have a potential to go 1-9. and nine, Possibly down the stretch. I, I don't. I don't understand how, how you don't make a change. And we'll see. You know, Woody's a big boy. He 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 owns the company. It's his decision. But clearly, I think Rogers, because they're in bed with him, they're just going to roll everything back. Thank you for the call, Ira. Appreciate it, Mike. Your thoughts? Uh, I agree with Ira. It makes a lot of good points. And uh, again. You know, I think something just to add to that, and and I've been there, and again, I've been on both ends of very difficult conversations. There's still a very meaningful part of the season left, and three games in the NFL is forever, and a lot of decisions haven't been made yet. And if you're running an organization, the juxtaposition of, hey, if we move on from this coach, who can we get? Um, And is it an opportunity to improve? And if we talk about Aaron Rodgers, like, do you try to get, you know, somebody that could come in and, and take him to the next level, you know, from a standpoint of is it like a coach on the other side of the ball or is a different coach coming in with an offensive coordinator that's different? I'm not making this decision just based on Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm making it based on, you know, who's the best leader of men who could put a staff together and scale leadership. You know, a great example of that is D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans was a defensive coach goes to Houston with a rookie quarterback, a rookie offensive coordinator, and boy, the Houston Texans' future today, guys, looks massively different than it did a year ago today. Um, So I'm not as dogmatic like it has to be this side of the ball, that side of the ball, but it has to be somebody that, again, can get the most out of Aaron Rodgers, but more importantly, put like a sustainable program and you just don't want to be beholden to one player because I think that's one of the lessons that was learned this year. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Boris, calling in from Manhattan. Boris, welcome in. Good morning. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Uh, Same to you. Looking at at the game today, 
there's just no reason for a fan to watch it. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out there's a single reason to watch this game. And I know they said they were going to give more snaps to this year's first round pick. I think his name is McDonald. But, I, you know, we wait for football all year. And we find ourselves with three more games. With, with there's no storyline, there is no intrigue, there is there is nothing, and that's why, in response to the question that was just raised, you know, what do you do down the road? Do you focus on Rodgers? Do you you know do you look beyond that? I believe you know we need to look beyond that. We need to ensure that the team is relevant for the next five years. So anything can happen next year. It can be an exciting season, or you know, like it can be another disaster. That's why late in the season. You do need a young, promising quarterback waiting in the wings. Uh, you know, like this is when you would you would showcase. There, there, there's nothing that they can showcase right right now. There's no one. There's no one waiting in the in the wings. I hope we don't find ourselves in uh, in in a similar situation next year. So I hope we we draft. Uh, doesn't have to be a top quarterback, but we we, we draft someone who has uh, potential. Thank you. Merry Christmas again. Yeah, absolutely, Boris. Thank you for the phone call. 800-919-3776. Quick break. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. Danny, Artie, John, you guys will be first up. Um, Also, uh, we will dive into uh, what's going on with the Giants as they're playing on Christmas afternoon, 430. Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito getting another start against the Eagles, who they're going to have to face twice within the next three weeks. Can the Giants win one of their next three games? They're in a situation uh, where they're going to be high up. Should they go for a quarterback? Another question that Mike Tannenbaum, former general manager, uh, I will, I'm posing that question to you now, marinating that. We'll get your answer when we get back as well. Uh, it is New York game day here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, back to New York game day with a money tumor, Mike Tannenbaum and Anita Marks. Anita Marks, Mike Tannenbaum, and you. It is New York game day. Brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. Um, also, brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Uh, so, Mike, real quick before we take our calls, I'm going to ask you the same question in regards to the Giants. Giants expecting to have, uh, you know, Daniel Jones back in action next year. Uh, the contract, pretty much, they're... They're going to take a, a monster hit. Uh, Tommy Cutlets has looked great. I think he'll be the backup over Tyrod Taylor. Uh, but, you know, is this the year, even though it is Danny Dimes and they've invested in him, is this the year that the Giants need to take a quarterback early in the draft as well? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And I, I feel like we've talked about the Giants, you know, uh, quarterback situation as much as the Jets. But, again, Anita, if we were running an NFL team – it's about context, context, and context. And Gardner Minshew is 27 years old. This year, he is making $3,500,000. Would you rather have Daniel Jones, or would you rather have Gardner Minshew and $36,500,000 to improve your team? And that's why you're drafting a quarterback if you're the New York Giants. You, you paid the wrong guy. He got hurt again. And you're not going to be able to get to where you want to go and compete with Dallas and and Philadelphia in a meaningful, sustainable way until you you get the right quarterback at the right price, hopefully for them on a rookie contract. So, look, 
if you get something out of Daniel Jones next year, wonderful. That's great. But someone that's had you know neck issues now in ACL. Again, my experience is, as players get older, they don't get healthier. And for whatever reason, you know, it's just been something that Daniel Jones has dealt with beyond you know the turnovers and and things like that. So, again. If you're competing with Jalen Hurts and that 49er offense and Dak Prescott and that offense, you need to score points in the NFC for the Giants to have a chance. And it starts at the quarterback position. Again, the Giants getting ready to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I I think the Giants are going to roll with Tommy DeVito for the remainder of the season to see what he can do to make that decision, whether or not he will be the backup quarterback for the Giants next season over Tyrod Taylor. Really, that's that's what's at hand for this Giants team, even though they haven't officially been eliminated from the playoffs yet. Uh, But they do face the Eagles twice in the next three weeks, and I do anticipate them to lose to the Eagles uh, both games. Let's go to Danny in Long Island. Danny, welcome. Come in. Good morning. I'm either on my way to pickleball before 24 hours of unmitigated <laughs> eating and drinking commences. You're talking about teamwork and communication and audibleizing. I went past the Italian pork store and a bakery. Eight o'clock in the morning, there's a line out the door. It's gonna. They got the guy's got about 37 people working behind the counter. I don't know how you all fit in, but good luck. Good luck if you if you want one of those. Today's your day to shine, guys. But anyway. Let's add Mason Rudolph to the class of uh, 2023 backup quarterbacks who've come in and won games and look professional. I mean, this guy's been on the bench for four years. Uh, I know it's just one game, but, you know, how, how, how great does the coaching and everything look when you have a quarterback who can drop dimes down the sideline to George Pickens uh, and, and every, everything else just comes into play? And the backup quarterback from the Bengals uh, really didn't have a – such a good day. But the, the, the pressing issue of the day, which I like to comment on, is, is the great pickleball battle that's upcoming. Now, I play the game, and I've rated the four players involved. And I think Rick, by his age, his athleticism, and his intensity with pickleball, I rate number one. I'm going to give you number two. I, I'm going to give you number two. You're very athletic. You play. You're passionate. Three is going to be Amani because he is an athlete. I think the longer the game is delayed and the more he plays suits your team, I think he's played the least amount of pickleball. And then far back in the athletic category, we're going to throw David. <laughs> now, David, Dave is insane. You, 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 if, if things go wrong, he will, he will crack. But the, so the question is, can, can Rick, an overwhelming physical presence, and he'll be distracting to you by his, his, his looks. I mean, no, no man should be that good looking unless he's me. Can Rick carry the day against two players? At this point, if the game was held today, I'd say yes. But as, 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 as the game gets delayed and Amani, if he's taking it seriously, plays. Because Amani's an athlete. He thinks he's walking on the court and playing well. I hear, and you know I, all that. I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I've got to let you go. We're up against a break. Um, but just the mere fact that you're putting Rick DiPietro, granted, amazing athlete, but has never played the game, and you know, and you play the game, you know the intricacies. You know, it takes you a good month to understand how the scoring system works. That you're putting him above me, I can't. I can't. Uh, happy holidays, but like reluctantly telling you that. Uh, we'll be we'll be right back. Uh, we've got hour two kicking off next. We'll hear from Bram Weinstein with the Washington Commanders right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. 
This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MohegansunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets.